Welcome to NFL Live, presented by Toro. And the clock has officially turned to 4 p.m. Eastern, meaning the start of the new league year in the NFL. That means these deals can be solidified. So we'll keep an eye on that as you see our free agent board. Some of these highlighted guys had found new homes, but there's still plenty who haven't. The big news today, either way, Aaron Rodgers and everything going on with him. He spoke on the Pat McAfee show. You see the quote right there. My intention is to play and to play for the New York Jets. More from Rodgers. Let's hear from him now. I went in the darkness, 90% retiring, 10% playing. That's where my, my mind was. My mind was, I'm, I'm tired of this. I hadn't got back into my workouts yet. And I thought that that was what was best for me. So I went in the darkness to contemplate a lot of different things. But one day I spent entirely on the, the reality I was retired. And one day I spent entirely on the reality that I was coming back and playing. And just really sat with that for hours and hours, uh, what that looked like, what the reality is, how that all felt. And uh, when I came out, I was really interested in what the, what the kind of landscape was, uh, where, where Green Bay was at. And obviously, uh, if uh, I wanted to play, you know, what were the options? Um, so it was clear to me at that point that although the Packers were going to say the right thing publicly, that they were ready to move on. I just think I wish that in the beginning of the offseason, that had been the conversation. Because I love direct communication. If they had just said, listen... Uh, we we think it's time to move in a different direction, and we love you, and you're all, you're going to be a Packer Hall of Famer. You're going to go in the Hall as a Packer. We're going to you know retire your number, whatever it might be, you know. But it's time to move on. I would have said, man, thank you so much. The Packers granted obviously permission for the Jets to come out and visit. We had a nice visit. Um, they decided to leave their cars in the street, which attracted paparazzi attention, which uh, got you know a few of them photographed, which I thought was pretty funny. At this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Okay. Um, and I haven't been holding anything up at this point. It's been compensation that the Packers are trying to get uh, for me and kind of digging their heels in. So I would just, uh, <laughs> I think it is interesting at this point to step back and look at the whole picture um, you know, my side, love and appreciation, gratitude for everything that Green Bay has done for me. Love, so much love and gratitude and just heart open for the Packer fans yeah. and what it meant to be their quarterback. And also the reality of the situation, you know, like it is what it is. The Packers would like to move on. They've let me know that in so many words. They let, they've let other people know that in direct words. Um, and because I still have that fire and I, I, and I want to play and I would like to play in New York. Uh, it's just a matter of, um, you know, getting that done at this point. Welcome. We're glad you're with us here on NFL Live. A lot more free agency coming your way. Dan Orlovsky, Marcus Spears, Adam Schefter here for the hour. We begin with Aaron Rodgers. Dan, what do you make of the news here? Aaron Rodgers saying he intends to play for the Jets. It felt like that was what it was trending towards for a while right now, right? I, I, my big takeaways from hearing him talk with Pat for about an hour. Number one, Jets and their fans should be ecstatic because he's going to go play for them. And then number two, to the next level, you're going to get a guy that is very ticked off. Mm. I, that's what I heard in Aaron's voice, that, that he felt disrespected, that he felt slighted again. He started the conversation with Pat, once again referencing Jordan Love. And the fact that they drafted Jordan Love, I'm gonna re he's going to replace me, I won two MVPs. And like the the the... 30,000 treetop view was he wanted them to tell him 
we don't want you anymore. Instead of him saying, I don't want to play here anymore, and it just, because he even said, Green Bay wants to move on. Mm -hmm. Once he said that, yeah. that's when I thought, uh-oh. Because like, every time he feels disrespected, he, he goes on tears in this league. <laughs> and if you're a Jets fan, I know it's a lot of moving parts and waiting. You got a guy that is a Hall of Famer, can still play MVP-level football, and now he feels disrespected again? That guy, if you protect him with that defense, you're, the Jets are a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Yeah, legitimate. You want to go into the season with a chance to win a championship. And unbeknownst to a lot of people, which it should be known, that most of the time you got a lot of teams in this league know damn well they're not even close. The Jets are close. The Jets can win a championship, and it wouldn't shock anybody based on what we've seen from this team. Still a lot has to happen. Here's what I took away from Aaron Rodgers talking. This relationship been over. Maybe I tried to press it to be over a few years a year early, early. But it's been over. You like, were ahead we, of the game. We, I didn't really learn much about his relationship with Green Bay from that. And I've always felt like Aaron Rodgers felt like that since he flamed him in the opening press conference. Right. I, it was hmm. this demise was on its way. The best part of what you just said is that the Jets are about to get Aaron Rodgers when all of this stuff works out, which may take time. But that's the best part we got out of that to From me. the moment the Packers drafted Jordan Love, this was a divorce waiting to happen. This was a couple that went through high times when he won, as he likes to point out, back-to-back -back MVPs mm -hmm. during the COVID times and also struggles. And you knew that there was something going on because two years ago he was looking to get out of Green Bay then and it didn't happen and it didn't mean that the problems went away and the resentment for drafting Jordan Love went away and it was going to surface back up at some point in time and here it was. So they're now a couple that's getting divorced and figuring out how to divorce and the Jets are in the middle of that divorce. But in the interim, until that divorce is final, the Jets and Packers have to work out compensation. Okay, so and if that, that, that issue, is right? the issue. So where do we stand on all of that? Because I, I'm not They are not close right now. How far apart are they? Give us the details. Well, again, I will just say this to you. The Green Bay Packers believe that Aaron Rodgers is one of the great players in their franchise history, one of the great players in their game, in the game today, and they want sufficient compensation yes, I know yes, I know I, exactly there were conversations within the organization within the organization about a Russell Wilson and Matthew Stafford type package now they know they're not going to get that right. and I'm not saying that they asked for that but those conversations existed within their organization but it's not hard to conjure up what they would want in return a significant package the Jets look back at what they once traded for Brett Favre it was a conditional fourth-round pick that could have gone to a third or a second. Hold on, Marcus. And so <laughs> the Jets want to limit the compensation. The answer probably, somewhere along the way, is a trade that the Jets give up more than they want, the Packers don't get as much as they want, and they figure it out. Aaron Rodgers himself said today, do the right thing and get it done. But Green Bay is not pressed for time. They don't need to make the trade today. The first soft deadline is the draft. If they pass the draft, they can hold it out for future draft picks. The mm -hmm. Jets want their quarterback, and they're not going to get their quarterback until they reach a new deal with the Green Bay Packers. So we have a standoff here. We, we have a standoff. Do you think that's going to carry on for a long time? It has the potential to carry on for a while. They could solve it today. They could solve it next week. They could solve it next month. But right now... They're not close to solving it. For us. Doesn't hey. that feel weird, though? Yeah, it feels a no, weird. Why is oh, it? No, buddy. No. I'm, I'm stringing it out as much as I possibly can Green, if I'm the Green Bay Packers. My only pushback would be Green Bay did this. 
It don't matter, Dan. Yeah, like, they still did it. The did negotiation. Rush. They took Jordan Love. It don't matter, Dan. Okay. The negotiation is between Green Bay and the New York Jets. Right. Green Bay has no ties anymore to Aaron Rodgers. He just went on I Pat McAfee's show and said, I, I plan on but playing for the Jets. But they selected the player, and they told the player Dan, that they no longer Green Bay, want him. I've been telling you this since it happened. Green Bay operated how you're supposed to operate. I, I, I totally agree. His feelings got hurt. Great. Now we got to get the business. We right. got to get They're the business. They're getting divorced. That's Figure it, it out. Yeah. Who gets the assets? Okay. All right. All exactly. Right. And speaking of some of those Mark assets, uh, Roger was asked about the report that's out there that there was a list of players that he gave the Jets that he interested in playing with. Take a listen to this. Ask Schefter what I text him when he somehow got my number and texted me. You know, I didn't respond to Diana Rossini, I think her name is. Yes, like, Diana. You got my Great word. Well. But, like, I would say the same thing that I told Sheffy. Sheffy, lose my number. Ooh. Nice try. <laughs> I'll speak for myself. I'm sure there'll be people that, that's, that, you know, have their sources. But, the, you know, from what I've seen, it's like I had a sheet of paper when I met with the Jets and I said, uh, sign these people. And that's not the reality. That's okay. so ridiculous. All right, that sounds it's, good. It's so stupid yeah. to think that I would do it number one. Now, did they ask me about certain guys that I've played with over the years? Of course. Did I talk glowingly about teammates that I love? Yeah. Listen, I think objectively a lot of people can look at Alan Lazard and go, he's a really good player. We would love to have him on our team. And then anybody with a brain would maybe call me on any team and go, hey, what kind of uh, – you know, locker room guys, Alan Lazard, uh, what's his work ethic like? And I'd say, he's a great dude. Oh. He's a dude. He'd, anybody would be lucky to have him in the locker room. And if somebody asked me about Big Dog or uh, Kabi, or I don't even know who else was on that list, I'd say the same thing. All Odell. Dudes. Oh, Odell. Odell. I mean, first of all, who wouldn't want to have Odell on their team? Like, <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, he'd be cool. Like, yeah, come on. Sweet. What are we talking about here? I don't have demands. Look. My only demand is for transparency. All right, so by the way, there are some shirts out there if you want to get one that says... I want uh, one. <laughs> that says, lose my number. We'll get you one. Anyway, some fun exchanges back and forth, but what do you have to say to all of that? The, the denial of the report, but then also he ended up kind of confirming some of the names well, that he, he does like. Basically, Diana said there was a wish list, and these players are on the wish list, and he said that he would vouch for those players, of course. Yeah. And again... All this was was conversations between the Jets and Aaron Rodgers about what he'd like to see done. doesn't mean they have to do anything. They're talking about what they want to do to make this happen. The Jets would roll out the red carpet to bring Aaron Rodgers to New York. At that point in time, they're trying to convince him of all the things that they could do because he's pondering retirement. Aaron, you want Randall Cobb? We could try to do that. We could try to bring in Alan Lazard. We'd love to have those guys. You want us to shine your shoes every day? You want us to bring in pizza for you for lunch? What do you want? We'll make it happen. Sounds good. Okay, and in terms of reaching out, yes, we reached out to him sitting at this very desk on Monday after Trey Wingo reported that it was a done deal that he was going to the Jets. And so everybody was wondering about whether or not it actually happened. And so I texted him and I said, wanted to ask, can you confirm that you've told the Jets you want to play Football. Thank you very much for the insight, giving you the say. Yeah. And you said, lose, lose my, my number. number. Nice try, though. Go it's ahead. It's a good fantasy team. One love pizza. <laughs> lose my number. I made this argument that the guys that were on that list actually upgrade the Jets roster. And two, we're talking about a guy that's been in a lot of big playoff games, 
and he wants to bring guys that were in those playoff games with mm. him. You know, you're going to the Jets to try to win an AFC championship. I think they got three guys on their roster that have played in a championship game. So why not bring Alan Lazard, who's been in it, and um, Randall Cobb, who's been in it, and uh, Bakhtiari or Mercedes? They've been in those games. They know how, they, how much they matter. I think that's a smart thing by the organization and Aaron. More on Aaron Rodgers is coming later on in the show, but the new league year started at 4 p.m. Eastern right when our show came on the air. Adam, what do we need to know about free agency today, starting with Tom Brady's potential replacement in Tampa? Well, you have a situation where Baker Mayfield has reached agreement with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a one-year deal worth up to $8.5 million. He has the chance to go succeed. Tom Brady returns to the NFC South. And one of the reasons he did was because he feels like his presence there can give that team a chance to win that division going up against his former Panthers team that will have the number one pick. Ezekiel Elliott released by the Dallas Cowboys today. He had four years and and $52.9 million left on that contract. They released him after seven seasons. What a career and what a run Zeke Elliott had in Dallas. He's now a free agent. And the Philadelphia Eagles released Darius Slay today after a tremendous season. He was looking for a different contract. He'll now have the chance to be a free agent, test his market elsewhere, and Darius Slay now becomes the top free agent cornerback available. Juju Smith-Schuster reached agreement today on a three-year, $33 million deal with the New England Patriots. It's the same deal, by the way, that Jacoby Myers, the former Patriots wide receiver, got from the Las Vegas Raiders. So the Patriots replace Myers with Juju with the same deal. And Jordan Poyer earlier today reached agreement with the Buffalo Bills on a two-year deal to return to Buffalo. Had gone out there, saw that the safety market was a little bit soft, decided to go back to Buffalo to help that team try to finish unfinished business. Big boost for the Buffalo defense. And a short time ago, Diana Cena reported that Jacoby Brissett has reached agreement with the Washington Commanders. He will be playing quarterback there this year. So he has a new home in the evolving, changing quarterback landscape. Jacoby Brissett to the Washington Commanders. And he played great for the Browns last year. I I think that's a really good signing for them and one that we'll keep an eye on. We've got a lot more coming your way. Just getting started here on NFL Live, a busy day. Today is the day the teams can finally start reaching out to Lamar Jackson. Adam will provide all of the latest on where things stand with a former MVP. If he leaves Baltimore, where could he go? Plus, one of the NFL's top free agents, Orlando Brown Jr., joins the show live in studio. He's here. He's going to talk about what's next for him. You don't want to miss it. And yeah, Dan, he's big. I mean, I don't know what else he expects. Yeah, he does. NFL Live is presented by Toro. Count on it. You you look This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We're back on NFL Live and glad to have you with us as free agency continues on. The Ravens placed the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson last week. And as of 4 p.m. Eastern time today, Jackson can begin negotiating a long-term contract with teams other than the Ravens. Of course, if Jackson were to sign an offer sheet with another team, the Ravens would have five days to match that offer. If they don't match it, the team signing Jackson would have to send the Ravens two first-round picks. That's the framework of all of it. And, Adam, where do we stand on the Lamar front right now? With the exception of our friend Orlando Brown Jr., who is now (laughs) in the house and going to be joining us shortly, free agency is about Lamar Jackson from this point on. Free agency becomes the Lamar Jackson show. And the irony is, is that free agency opens at 4.01. And for the most part, it's essentially over. Mm. Most, most of the top names are off the board. The biggest name that looms out there is number eight in Baltimore. He's a quarterback. He's a former MVP. He's a great player. And the question becomes, what kind of deal can he get on the open market? Is there a team that's willing to pay him? Can he get the fully guaranteed contract? Is he going to get more from another team than Baltimore was willing to offer when it had the deal last year in September? I don't know what those recent discussions have been like, but they had up to $175 million in guaranteed money on the deal in September. So we'll see, but Lamar Jackson agency is underway. One thing I think the relationship is sour right now. Money can fix that. Let's be honest. The other thing is when you think about where Lamar is right now, and I I look at this situation (laughs) completely different. If I'm Lamar and I've studied this league, I hope that he's paid attention. Somebody going to get desperate. Mm -hmm. It may not happen today. It may not happen tomorrow. But one of these teams are going to realize the closer and closer they get to these OTAs, to these offseason programs, and to these training camps, that if we got this guy, we would definitely be in contention. Shefty, I like to point out, I talked about it this morning. I don't know if it's going to be a fully guaranteed contract. I'm not going to say it's not, because we've seen desperation take place in this league before. But I think somebody will send an offer sheet. Yep. Maybe because the relationship isn't sour like it is in Baltimore to test to see if Baltimore is really willing to let Lamar Jackson walk away from that franchise. But that's a pricey test because once you do that, let's just say tomorrow, Washington gave him a four-year, $200 million fully guaranteed contract and it counts $50 million against the cap. Guess what? That $50 million counts against Washington's cap for the next week during the opening week of free agency until Baltimore decides whether or not to match it. And then if Baltimore matches it, they take the contract. If not, they take the picks. Or the two teams could agree to a trade and work out the compensation different than that. Yeah, again, it's the two first-round picks, too. It's it's a pretty penny. Go ahead. I think Lamar needs to stop engaging with so much of Twitter. I agree. 
Like you, we can agree. What on that. did you say in the green room the other day? And I thought it was a good point. You're like, this, this is trending towards personal and emotional, right? And, and I, we love Lamar. We rave about Lamar, yeah. but it just feels like it's, it's. What's the next step? We, we understand that they, they're apart. They yep. haven't been able to agree. And then, as much as I love Lamar, we don't need to like. I just, I don't want to see him fight back so much on Twitter because then it becomes personal and then it becomes emotional. Getting to a point where, are we not gonna play this year? Are we not going to play in week one? Yep. Are we gonna, it, does it become that bad blood where he says, I'm not playing in Baltimore, Baltimore says, you're playing, and then all of a sudden we don't get to see and enjoy Lamar on the field. But one of yeah, my but, favorite artists, the great poet Drake, in one of his songs said before, a wise man said nothing at all. And that's what Lamar Jackson needs yeah. to be doing right now. Sometimes that's just, the best. Just go quiet. That's one of the best things Handle you can your do. business in the dark, and then when you, when you get something done, you publicize it and say, yeah, I was worth right. what I thought I was worth. Right. As Adam said, Lamar Jackson free agency has Drake. begun. Uh, time to read the and poet? react for what we begin with, the Eagles, okay, oh. who plan to release star cornerback Darius Slay as the two sides weren't able to agree to a restructured contract. The Eagles' defense will undoubtedly look much different next season. Of their 11 starters from Super Bowl 57, only four of them currently under contract with the Eagles. Hey, Marcus, welcome to TV. <laughs> You know, you sometimes things are on camera, and if you walk in front of them, you're going to be on camera too. Dan, what do the <sighs> Eagles need to do now in free agency in the draft? The man just dodged seven cameras <laughs> on the way there too. Um, look at corners. I mean, Witherspoon from Illinois that we know is a very highly touted player coming out of their school. Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State. The reality is I'm a little surprised that they moved on from Slay and didn't get some type of at least mid-round pick for him because he's such a good player. But with that 10th overall pick, now the Eagles transition to maybe using it as a corner or on a corner. From one star player to another one on the free agent market, Orlando Brown Jr. hits free agency after anchoring a Chiefs offensive line that was dominant in this team's Super Bowl run. Brown is ESPN's top-ranked free agent this offseason, and he's the only one of those top five you see on there that remains unsigned at this point. Marcus, tell us why this man needs to get paid. Well, I'll let y'all know this. I'm about to start charging percentage rates on Get That Bag segment because everybody I put on this damn screen gets paid. Now, I'm cheating a little bit because I know they're really good football players and I know that some team in the NFL is going to get thirsty and shine up the thirst trap, which is Orlando Brown Jr. Come on in here, big fella. You know he get that bag with me. He already looking like money. What's up, big dog? What's up, dog? Good to see you, man. Welcome to the Get That Bag segment. Now, Orlando, let me tell you something, dog. I carry this around. This is for a special time of the year, right? You know I do BMB during the year. I love big men. I give y'all shout-outs every week. But this time of the year is called Get That Bag, okay? Because it's money season. It's money season, right? And when, when, when you dig in this bag, all you really want to see is where that bread coming from. So I put your picture up here, and I put Get That Bag up here. Now, let me ask you a question, man. You're fresh off of a Super Bowl. Phenomenal job. you in this free agency period now. How is your nerves? How do you feel? Are you calm? Are you entering this knowing with confidence that you put what you need to put on tape in order to be in this moment to get that bag? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. I, I got a ton of confidence right now, and I don't have a ton of nerves, man. I'm super happy, you know, to be in this position, man, to be here with you right now yes, in this sir. moment, man. I'm so blessed. So. Well, I'm going to get one of them chains. Yeah, man. dog. You can stick around <laughs> with us. I'm going to bring you up to the desk. I don't like sharing my desk with, with multiple 300-pounders, but you yeah. are very welcome, man. Hey, that's love, dog. Boogie, take it back. I'm going to get Orlando Prime for when we get back to this day. Orlando does make you look small. Like, I'm, I'm like, yo, look at that. More from Orlando Brown. Yes.
Yeah, exactly. Guinea oh, oh, flag, oh, little flag now. More coming oh, your way on that's the show, fall. guys. Coming up next, we get back to Aaron Rodgers. He says he intends to play for the Jets <laughs> next season. It. Stick around. We're asking Orlando about him and so much more. We'll be right back. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Presented by Toro. 35-35 tied through Super Bowl 57. The kick is good. And Kansas City leads 38-35. At the 20, no one is there. Zeros on the clock. It's over. It's over. Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. Our offensive line has been great all year. I was one of the least sacked quarterbacks in the entire NFL. Yeah, he was. Man, Patrick Mahomes is right, okay? And that O-line anchored by left tackle Orlando Brown Jr., dominant offensive line, a big part of the Super Bowl run, as they posted the best pass block win rate by any team in a season since ESPN introduced that metric in 2017. But it wasn't just this season that Brown was dominant. Look at that right there. He's one of only four offensive linemen to be selected to the Pro Bowl in each of the last four seasons, and Brown is the only offensive tackle on that list. Impressive stuff. We now welcome in Orlando Brown Jr. So glad to have you here. We, we gave you glad the whole... Glad to have you here, man, because they moved me out of my seat. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big day. It's a big day. Good day. Well, you know, now you get to feel what it feels like to be Stephen A. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> when we Musical chairs. We're going to move yeah. you to Dan's seat next. Watch out. Um, all right, so you're, you're, you're currently a free agent. Yes, we'll start here. What's the latest on where your current contract's talk stands? Yeah, no, I don't want to get too specific, but um, everything's going pretty well. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, it's... it's Kind of a weird and a long process, yeah. different, something I never experienced before. Um, and I mean, but it's, it's going pretty well. Good. Yep. It, yeah. it, it's a result of it, it, it speaks to what you've put on tape, right? Like, and we say this all the time what you put on tape is your resume, but it's also your leverage and your negotiating power. And you understand that. Every Absolutely. player in the NFL should understand that. I wanted to ask you this because I wanted to talk to one of you guys during the season. Mm-hmm. When Patrick suffered that high ankle, Oh, man, yeah. What was the heightened sense of protection level? Because y'all yeah. were phenomenal. People talk yeah. about the surface uh, in the Super Bowl, but yeah. he played with a high ankle sprain <laughs> in the Cincinnati oh, game yeah. Oh, yeah. where he had – what was the conversation between you five guys up front yeah. about Patrick and that high ankle sprain? No, man, it was just kind of understood. You know, we had to 
raise our expectation. And we already have high expectation and standards in that room. And uh, Coach Heck, the offensive line coach, does an amazing job week to week making sure that that's understood. And, I mean, when you're in the playoffs, the stakes are high. Every play matters more. Every situation matters more. Yeah. It was understood. You know what I mean? What we need to do, man, when you're blocking for 15, a half a billion dollar quarterback, you kind of know. You know what I mean? If he's, you know, you know no matter what the situation is, man. If he's hurt, if he's whatever, he's going through something, whatever, we got to raise our, play, our, our uh, level of play. Y'all did, man. It was impressive. I, I got a thousand questions I want to ask. Oh, but. Man. You, you grew up in ba the Baltimore offense, yes. you know, early on in your career, run-centric. Yep. You go to Kansas City, pass-centric. Yep. Is there one that you prefer more now that you're kind of like heading into the prime of your career? Yeah. Offensive style-wise, is there one that you prefer more? Man, honestly, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, you know, personally, I think the reason I've been able to make the last four Pro Bowls is because my peers uh, understand the type of player I am in talent. And I, I believe that being in Kansas City was a lot more difficult and a lot more harder because of the one-on-ones. But that's what makes people respect me. That's what makes coaches, front offices, players is, you know, when you line up against Orlando Brown, you're going to see him 45 times. So you're saying all the one-on-one -on -one pass pro situations you got put into was different than Baltimore. Yeah. Absolutely, big time. And big I mean, I, I love it, man. I accept the challenge. Makes sense. Yep. You also capped off this season with a Super Bowl against a really talented defensive front. How are you guys able to neutralize that Eagles D-line that, frankly, we all talked a lot about, yeah. right? I mean, they were truly the best this year, uh, best defensive front we've seen, uh, top to bottom. I mean, the depth that they had, their scheme, the way that they created one-on-ones with their five-man fronts. Mm -hmm. uh, man, I mean, I, I, I can't say uh, the, the DBs that they had as well helped. I mean, it's, yeah. it's it, and everything kind of worked hand-in-hand hand for them. But uh, we just, we raised our level of play, like I was just saying. You know, it's just kind of understood. It's the Super Bowl, you know, and, and previously this franchise had been in, you know, the Super Bowl before, and, you know, there was noise around the offensive line, and some of those dudes were still in that room, and one of them was on that field that day and had a heck of a game. So. Ooh, yep. Yep. I know. Yep. We, we could tell. Y'all oh, yeah. were a little mad okay. about that. Oh, yeah. good. Okay. Yep. All right, so since no, no, we have you here, we wanted okay. to get your opinion on some of the other big stories going yeah. around the league. Right. It's a huge oh, week yeah. in the league. Yeah. Let's start with Aaron Rodgers. He oh, went on man. the Pat McAfee show earlier today, announced yep. he intends to play for the Jets next season. We're going to take a listen and then get Orlando's opinion. At this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Okay. Um, and I haven't been holding anything up at this point. It's been compensation that the Packers are trying to get uh, for me and kind of digging their heels in. So I would just uh, <laughs> I think it is interesting at this point to step back and look at the whole picture. One of the things that Marcus brought up yesterday about Aaron Rodgers and, and sort of putting out the players that he'd like to play with and some of those things is player empowerment, right? And mm -hmm. players taking control. What's your reaction along those lines to what Aaron Rodgers is saying and doing? Yeah, I mean, it's honestly interesting, especially in football, because as someone that went through a trade myself that, you know, tweeted out I'm a left tackle and, you know, all of those things kind of worked out together, uh, I kind of understand what you're saying. And, and I think in football it's really unfamiliar because so often um, as football players we're uh, kind of taught to, you know, be together, be you know, you're you're under a coach, you're under a franchise, you're you know, it's it's your your jersey number, you know. Right. And the NBA doesn't necessarily work like that. And so I just feel as though um, as NFL players, 
it's now, now with social media having such a presence, other people having presences, uh, friends of friends being able to go on their shows and things like that. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's anything wrong with it. I think that's a tra trajectory and the, the way that the NFL needs to move for things to be proper. It's really well said. Another big story around the league right now, Lamar Jackson and his contract situation. Yep. You played with Lamar yeah, in Baltimore uh, before moving to the Chiefs. What do you think of the way that – He's gone about his contract talks and the way that everything's been going for him. Yeah, um, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting. And honestly, you know, it's a little touchy, uh, you know, just because he's a close friend. But, right. uh, man, I just I, I want everything to work out really well for him. And I understand why he wants a fully guaranteed contract. I understand, uh, you know, why he deserves that as well. And I think, you know, too often in the sport, you know, when we're dealing with quarterback numbers, I mean, they're so large that, you know, it's a lot of, I don't want to say unfamiliarity, but it's, it's different. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. and, and so it's yeah, like, it's yeah, it, exactly. Know? And so it gets a little scary. It gets a little tricky. Owners and all these different things, other things get accounted for. It gets overthought. But at the end of the day, Aid is going to put his jersey on and cleats on and be one of the best players on the field at, uh, every single time he touches the field. Uh, if you follow Orlando on social media, and by the way, if you're not following him, you're missing out, so give him a follow. <laughs> well, you know he likes to interview his teammates. Yes, I do. Yes, <laughs> covering I do. a wide range of topics. Take a listen to this. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? 5,000. That is correct. 10,000. That is correct. At least a million chickens. That is the wrong answer. Which one of your teammates tweeted this? Haven't been to Dave and Buster's in forever, but I definitely held it down in the game section. It's your boy. I set records. It's me. That was him. He ain't lying. Who your favorite teammate is? Pat Mahomes. Ooh. I love Orlando, but Travis is probably just barely ahead. But Orlando's a close second. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. How many chickens would have killed an element? Hey, yeah, yeah. 5,000 and 10,000 was Dan the correct answer. Dan eats so many chickens, he can't even answer that question. It <laughs> got us thinking, though, about this question from yeah. your former teammate Marlon Humphrey. Oh, he man. asked, does anyone really like towels? <laughs> this guy. Um, which is an odd question anyway, but of course Fresh Dan towel. had to get in the fray there. He responded with a question of his own. How many times do you use a towel post-shower till you throw it in the laundry? Dan no, says he's body language from you. 30 times or so yeah. till it goes in. Orlando, this oh. is disgusting. Can you no, please no, no. set See, our you're, friends? You're no, you're I'm, giving him bias right now. <laughs> Orlando, Listen, I'm don't not look really, at the cameras. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. Me and you. After uh -uh. a shower, how many times do you use a, a, a towel before you're like, man, I got to put it in the laundry? Orlando, don't mess I'm, this up. I'm going to be honest, man. I got a lot of body. So normally it's one said. towel. It's one towel. <laughs> that's what he said. It's one towel for me. You got man. kids? That's, I do. I got a, a two-year-old. See, I got like 400 of them. So, so I, I just get got that. enough laundry. I get that, too. I understand that. I get that how perspective. How long do you have no yourselves for? No judgment. I'm 10 seconds. Yeah. You like, really, I'm a, you I'm a, really I'm a let a towel get all musty. That's a whole month. Orlando, you get a new towel every shower? Every single shower, man. Make sure that's because you're still Dan, elite. Here's yeah. a towel for you. Here's you got a towel. Yeah. You take that one. By the way, this towel is now not getting washed for a whole month. Like oh, th man. this towel, Dan. It, I asked him earlier, like, y'all at home, you know this. Like, you if you let you your are. towel be out there, it's going to stink. Like, no, it, it starts to smell you're bad. Washed. You're drying your clean body. Freshly clean. Hey, but, hey no judgment over here, Dan. Thank you, Orlando. Man, you Orlando. Got, you ain't got to judge me. we need That's to what I'm here for. Permanently in that You are Thanks to Orlando Brown Jr. for joining us here. We wish you all the best in your future. and Go do your thing. Where you end up. We are such big fans of yours and really can't wait to watch it. Come back. money.
Hey, he's going to be on time. ESPN <laughs> shows tomorrow. Get up, Get first take, tune in, don't miss him. Up next on NFL Live, plenty of other moves were made around the league today, including the Bucks signing their potential replacement for Tom Brady. That would be Baker Mayfield. And the Cowboys reportedly parting ways with their former lead back. Oh. Adam Schefter gives us all the latest next. Look at this, Jason Kelsey. Kelsey. It's official. He is signing. He will be back with the Eagles. We love to see it. Orlando, you just you you had a little smile about that. He's that's a, that's good. He's an OG that's right good. there. Oh yeah, right? That's, a, that's one of the OGs in the game. <laughs> we love to see hey, it. Hey, Patrick, worth 500 million. Lamar, 200 plus. I think so, right? 100%. Ah! Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no question. 200 plus. Absolutely. No doubt. Can you? Welcome back to NFL Live, presented by Toro. Free agents were allowed to officially sign with their new teams as of 4 p.m. Eastern today. Adam Schefter back with us. Adam, what do we need to know? Let's start in Philly. Darius Slay was granted his release today after the two sides could not agree on a restructured contract. So there's a new top free agent cornerback suddenly on the market. Who would have thought after three? This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Great seasons in Philadelphia that Darius Slay, big play Slay, will be allowed to test the open market, but this is what he wanted to do, and we'll see what kind of deal he can come up with at this point in time. Baker Mayfield reached agreement today with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a one-year, $8.5 million deal, and one of the reasons he picked there is he believes that he's capable of going in and leading Tampa to the NFC South title, especially against one of his former teams. And the Dallas Cowboys made it official moments ago, officially releasing Ezekiel Elliott, after seven seasons, he will be designated a post-June 1 salary cap casualty, saved them more money against the cap, and Zeke now becomes a free agent and joins a crowded group of free agent running backs. Classy tweet from the Cowboys there, thanking Ezekiel Elliott. No doubt Marcus Spears is, you heard him groan a little bit, a little bit of oh, because he has meant a ton to Dallas now. They're going to be moving on, and yeah. we'll see where Zeke ends up landing. Yeah, I think we got away from the narrative a little bit, man. Zeke did phenomenal work in Dallas. Yeah. And I know we watched him over these last couple of years be injured, and the, the, the story flipped to Tony Pollard. That's the nature of the beast. But obviously, when you think about his career, like Zeke was the heart and soul. Him and this offensive line is the reason why we started thinking about Dallas oh, yeah. in the way that we think about the Dallas Cowboys, even now, right? That physicality, the way he was able to burst on the scene and have a tremendous amount of success. You could attribute a lot of Dak's success to the way that they were playing offense at that time. So I just don't want people to forget why Zeke got money because our sure. conversation has been about, oh, he making too much money. Right. You get paid for what you do. Yeah. Yeah. And what he did was be a top three back in the league before they gave him that Sometimes contract. Sometimes it's retroactive a little yeah. bit. What do they do to replace him? They're in a tough spot, Dallas. Yes, yeah. Just for context, okay, Tony Pollard coming off of the broken leg had 193 carries last year. That's the most in his career. Zeke has never 
had less than 230. I'll remind everybody, too, at home watching, Mike McCarthy said this offense, or this offseason, I want to run the football. I, I, I want to control the game, keep hmm. the defense on the sideline. So right now their lead back has 190 carries yep. in his career coming, coming off of off a broken of leg. Now. So I think, okay, go to the draft, see if you can get the guy in the draft, and it's probably got to be a relatively – earlier pick, yeah. and then maybe it's Jamal Williams from Detroit. Maybe it's um, Harris from New England. Maybe it's Miles Sanders from Philly. They got to do something. Yep. It, yeah. yep. I think you – look, man, Dallas got – they have some holes. Obviously got to look at that offensive line and try to retool. But B. John Robinson from Texas. I'm telling he you. going to be a player now. If he lasts so then. If, if he lasts or if you got to move. Can like, you imagine I know, if they I know, go like, ahead, trade up for a running back? I get it. It's Bijan Robinson. The premium is why you have your reservation. I don't think, yeah. Dallas, like, is, I don't think Dallas is like that one piece away where you could justify take a back in the first round. Second, third round, I, I have a little you. bit more comfort. I think they've got bigger kind of need issues that they probably and have to attack And you're finding production in third draft. and fourth round. Absolutely. Backs, right? I think Bijan is going to be a different – I think he's going to have a Brees Hall effect. I yeah. think he's that good. Yeah. But I'm not sure if Dallas is in position. They got a lot of holes to fill on that team. Yeah, let's get not. to some news out of Athens. This was interesting today. Jalen Carter, considered the top D-line prospect by many, struggled at his pro date, nine pounds heavier than he was at the combine. Marcus, you think this is a big deal? It's a huge deal. You ever seen money being burnt? Mm. Like – because, look, think about this, y'all. We a month removed from this dude potentially being a top three draft pick. And obviously we got to see what's going on outside of this with, with the situation that he was in. But when you show up to your pro day, the number one thing coaches want to see is that you've made a commitment to get ready for your pro day. And the fact that he has some um, physical issues is more alarming to anybody. Now, you turn the tape on and you see where he can actually be, and it doesn't show up all the time. So I feel like this has confirmed a little bit about what I've been hearing from guys about, look, man, when he shows it, it's better than anybody in college football. And when he does it, we could tell that it's a significant drop-off. Mm. But to show up to your pro day, and I hate saying this because y'all know how I love for these young boys to get paid. You cannot show up to your pro day out of shape and not prepared when you didn't have that opportunity at the combine. A reminder to the point that you mentioned, he left the combine, returned after misdemeanor charges yeah. in connection with the fatal crash on January 15th in Athens. We get a lot more coming your way on NFL Live, and let's get to a little bit more here as Aaron Rodgers said today that he intends to play for the Jets next season. So where does that leave the Packers? Mm. Hear what Dan thinks life after Rodgers looks like in Green Bay. And uh, here's another player signing. You see Darren Waller okay, joining the New York Giants. This one, I think, an incredible pickup by the Giants. Yeah. Can't wait to see what he does I in that offense. Good for Daniel Stay Jones, healthy. too, right there, okay? NFL Live is presented by Toro. Count on it. Count on it. And in part by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Only pay for what you need. What you need? Liberty. I got to admit, I went in the darkness, 90% retiring, 10% blind. I thought that that was what was best for me. And when I came out, I was really interested in what the kind of landscape was, uh, where, where Green Bay was at. If uh, I wanted to play, you know, what were the options? I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Love and appreciation and gratitude for everything that Green Bay has done for me. Love, so much love and gratitude, and just heart open for the Packer fans. The Packers would like to move on. I still have that fire, and I, I, and I want to play, and I would like to play in New York. Uh, it's just a matter of, you know, getting that done at this point.
That from Aaron Rodgers' appearance on the Pat McAfee Show today. Adam Schefter, where do we stand on the compensation between the Jets and the Packers right that now? That is now the one issue. So we can take all the energy, discussion, attention that we put into whether or not Aaron Rodgers wanted to play football. He wants to play. He wants to play for the Jets. And we now can channel it into trade talks between the Green Bay Packers and the New York Jets, which are not far along which are at a standoff, which we'll see what happens with them. The Packers want a lot. The Jets don't want to give up a lot, and they're going to have to find a way to bridge their differences, to split the difference, and make it such that Aaron Rodgers can be sent to New York. But right now, the Packers feel like he is an all-time quarterback, and they should be compensated for that in much the same way that teams have paid premiums for other quarterbacks around the league. The Jets can say, we traded for a former great Green Bay quarterback. It was a mm. conditional fourth-round pick. So it's not going to be for a conditional fourth-round pick, and it's right. not going to be as much as the Packers want, and it's up to both sides to figure out a common ground. And until then, there's a standoff, and there's no trade, and Aaron Rodgers can't come to New York, and the Jets can't have their quarterback, and Green Bay has the drama hanging over it. And it's like Aaron Rodgers said, everybody needs to move on here and they need to figure out a way to get it done. Yeah, he's saying that, except we're all still in the waiting pattern with Aaron Rodgers, except it's just a slightly different waiting pattern than it was. Let's Lord. live in the world where Aaron Rodgers does end up a New York Jet. What does that offense look like? Well, one, you could pencil in Garrett Wilson for 110 catches and 1,500-plus yards. That, that will happen, and he will become the new Devontae Adams type of player. So – this really is no longer about, for their football team, Aaron Rodgers, in my eyes. We could talk about Garrett Wilson. We could talk about Lazard, who I love the addition, and Brees Hall. I'm going to give you the names that are most important. Makai Becton, Lakin Tomlinson, Elijah Vera Tucker, and Max Mitchell. Here's the reality. So everybody knows at home, because I've, I've kind of had, had to go to war with this with so many people about the player that he is. When Aaron Rodgers... During that three-year stretch with uh, Nathaniel Hackett as his offensive coordinator, when he won two MVPs, when he was protected, he was the best quarterback in football. When he wasn't, he, he was a bottom seven, top, bottom eight player. So if New York and their offensive line can stay healthy, they got to get a center, stay healthy, and keep him upright with a top five defense and Nathaniel Hackett, they're a Super Bowl football team. There is no question about it, but that offensive line's got to play, mm -hmm. and they got to be healthy. What y'all want to know from me? Well, what do you want to talk about? Maybe the Jets side of things. It was interesting today. He was calling out his relationship with Nathaniel Hackett, but yeah. he said it was disrespectful to Hackett to imply that the Jets went out and got him well, just to lure Aaron Rodgers. I don't give a damn about what he felt was disrespectful. I want to know this, though. As a defensive player in that locker room that yeah. lost so many games last year yeah. when you couldn't score any points, what do you feel today? You're ecstatic. You're ecstatic. You got a chance to win. Now, look, some defensive guys in that building got to get paid. Quentin Williams ain't ecstatic right now. Hmm. Quentin Williams thinking about his contract. Okay, we got this out the way. We know Aaron Rodgers wants to be a Jet. How is this going to affect me? Because I've been putting in work here. That's probably what he's thinking. And rightfully so. He's been the best player on that team from a defensive standpoint, no doubt. The other thing is this, too, and, and I think Shefty alluded to it. If, if, if I'm the New York Jets, I've shown my hand. I'm desperate. Of course. Green Bay, why would I rush if I'm Green Bay? Why would I they rush? They don't have to. Why would yeah. I make you give me everything that I could possibly muster out we of you? in order? Hmm. They've shown their hand. They yeah. waited. Every quarterback got taken away from free agency. Do the right thing as an organization. Yeah. What's the right, right. thing? A fair we'll compromise yeah. between the two sides. <laughs> That'd be we nice. could figure it out. <laughs> hey, let, let's, we'll stay hard. here and figure it out. But either way, we got to go off the air we'll we'll, before we figure it out. We got time for one more thing before we go. For this, you guys knew we were bringing this back. Look at Swagoo. Oh, he got Yo. caught. We'll see that again. And the best part 
is you're carrying that money bag. Like just, you know what it looks it like? It looks like I just walked out. You know what happens bank. when people live in the woods? They're like, that's Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I can't see that enough. Like, can we see it just like two or three more times? This is so funny. We got Here it comes. Oh, Wait, man. we're going to see it again you because be I just sick, love right? it so much. I got the bag. I got the bag. I root for this to happen. Oh, I got caught. Look at the face. And he's all with the bag. He's all with the bag. Like a thief in the night. <laughs> I love it so much. Hey, who's going to walk in front of the camera tomorrow on NFL Live? We can't wait to find out. I want the 